Welcome to In Bed with Nikki. I have been in the phone sex business for 15 plus years. In those years, I've heard many wild and crazy fantasies. Some that are just as giggle worthy and oh my gosh. And the other ones are sexy as fuck. Um, just last night, I was reading on Reddit of some of those confessions, and holy wow. Yeah, I had to one and read one over and over again, and I'll be sharing that one with you today. But I've also delved into my big closet of emails over the years, and this one always sticks in my mind. And, and sometimes I tell it, and sometimes I don't, but I think I'm going to tell you both of these because I get this question of lot is um, what is the kinkiest and most odd fantasy I ever have and I always tell about my first one but when we talk about kink when we talk about sex and I, I want you to know when in these times that we're going through these crazy fucking times that we don't know what the hell the next day brings when you're feeling out of sorts about what you like sexually and you're really afraid to put it out there to anybody, go on there and do what I do. Read these sex confessions. Read these people that put themselves out there in, in, a, in an anonymous way and you will find that you have someone in common that we'll never probably meet. And just think, I know I when I go anywhere, I'm not a normal person. I will always look at that person, a normal just standing in line. And you probably think, oh, God, she's, what the fuck is she staring at? And me, I'm thinking, what is in your closet? What's your kink? And when I say kink, I, I exclusively mean what's your thing? Um, I'll hear all the time, oh, I don't have a kink. I really don't have a kink. Yeah, you do. You're kinking. Even if you tell me, you're, I'm completely vanilla. I like sex with the lights off. off, And, you know, missionary style, maybe doggy style on Sundays. You know, just to spice it up. And I'm like, no, you don't. You trust me. They're everybody, 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 everybody has that something in their closet that we go to when we're masturbating alone. You know what I'm talking about. That one thing that pushes us over the fucking edge when we need to get off in less than five minutes. And it just is just enough where it pushes us over. And we flip to that every fucking time. And we might have multiples of them. We, you know, even if you say you're vanilla, say you're vanilla. And you wear the tidiest, whitiest briefs there could be. Say you pop open a bag of Hanes every fucking time and don't wear the same thing over where any every day. It's Once it's done, in the trash, gone. Fine, you're that anal. Great. Happy for you. But maybe on Sundays you put on those blue pair of boxers. That's a kink. That is a kink. I completely think it's vanilla. It's strange, and hey, if that gets you rock hard and gets your rocks off, I'm 100% for it. Embrace it, love it, do whatever you need to do. That's the thing about this. This is what I want to bring you, just showing you that there's all kinds of kinks in the world. I might think you're vanilla. person might next to you think you're kinky as hell for only wearing your blue boxers on Sundays, and I think I'd rather want to hear that story because I think there is a story there. So here's the thing. If you have 
anything you want to talk about or want me to read, confess to me. I would love, love, love to read it and possibly read it out for you and say hello. Just email me at my Gmail account. It's Dear Nikki, N-I-K-K-I-162 at gmail.com. Remember, Dear Nikki 162 at gmail.com. So I dug through my emails and I happened to find one that was sent to me a few years back that to this day uh, I can see why him and his friends still laugh at this particular incident. And yeah, and as a girl standpoint, I don't know if I would have quite reacted the way she did, but you know, yeah. So here it goes. <laughs> Dear Nikki, once while I was traveling, I decided to go home with a girl who was staying in a twin dorm. As we were getting busy, the door opened and it happened to be the friend I was traveling with and the other dorm friend. What a coincidence. They took the ensuite bathroom and apparently he told the girl uh, who he was with he wanted to fuck her on the sink. At first, she suggested it wasn't a good idea, but finally gave in, only to have the sink break under her, bursting the pipes and flooding the bathroom. <laughs> she ran back into the main room, screaming, grabbing our clothes, and forcing me to run naked to our car out of embarrassment. My buddy and I still laugh at that at this day. <laughs> Bill. Well, you know, I... <laughs> <laughs> I can't, he didn't describe the sink, but I, I picture one of these pedestal sinks that are, are really popular right now. And, it, you know, because the, the big ones, you know, that you find in a guest bathroom, I just don't see it. But, the, you know, a pedestal sink, I can see. So, you know, you'd sit on the pedestal and how, how the fuck was he fucking her so hard? You know, I, I mean, I don't know how much weight she weighs and even if she was big big you know he had to have been fucking her really hard <laughs> but the, the could you imagine as being a girl what a fucking bidet i mean i love bidets every bathroom should have one and i know they're sold as so you don't need toilet paper no they're the best invention for after sex care that anybody could own i've always said in my next house i'm definitely having a bidet put in just yeah bidet done and i'm not talking one of those little you know hoses that you can buy off of amazon that attach to your toilet that looks like you know um it looks like the whole garden hose or you can go down a lowe's and hey let's hook it up in the toilet and hey you got the rainforest and then you got like you know nerf gun spray no i want a real bidet a real fucking bidet and so, but you, this is like a gusher, like gusher. So, <laughs> and then running to the car naked, that, you know, that's it, you know, okay, yeah, I can see, but that's embarrassment. I mean, I mean, did he, did they shrivel up in size or, I mean, I wonder if they were growers, that'd be bad, especially if it was a really cold night, but if they were showers, it may not be so bad. Maybe they could have gotten lucky on the way up. Who knows? Did they, <sighs> <laughs> did they dress before they got to the car? Did they go, or did they do like the Duke boys and skid across the hood, you know, and while getting into their cars? Who knows? <laughs> oh my God, that that's not my top, but it's it is one that I it 
you know, you you go into this, oh my gosh, and you just kind of try to figure things out as <laughs> as the as it goes. So occasionally, when I meet somebody and I actually do tell them what I do for a living, um, <laughs> they first question always, hundred percent asked. It's like, oh wow, you've heard it all. You really must have some stories to tell, and I do, <laughs> I absolutely do. But uh, they're like, oh, you probably heard everything, and then I. You know, I used to think that, and then, <laughs> sure enough, as soon as I thought, yeah, I've heard it all. Nope, have not. So I try not to think that. I usually say, no, I've heard a lot, and I'm sure there's stuff I haven't even heard yet. Um, <laughs> that being said, I was only a few weeks into working into the industry, and I had a guy call me and said, um, my kink is a little extreme, and I'll be okay with you not being into it. And I was thinking the worst, absolute worst, that you can really imagine. And I thought, oh, yeah, we can't do any of that anyway. And I said, well, okay, let's, I thought, well, let's see, you know. And he says, do you mind if I masturbate with a banana? I need to shove it up my ass. <laughs> and... I'll be completely honest here, I totally went with the, um, it better be a plantain, because, or a really green one, because, um, I don't see how that's going to work, and he goes, oh, and I want to use peanut butter as lube, for, I want to jack off with peanut butter, and I thought, and I literally, I have a bad habit of sometimes just thoughts come out of my mouth and I usually try not to but I said I hope that's not crunchy and he goes oh no 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 it's smooth it's the smooth kind I thought oh well that's good you know maybe but you know he could have liked a little pain with his masturbation with peanut butter so we're playing and we're getting along and yeah he's doing his thing and grunting and I'm telling him to stroke that cock with that peanut butter and I really don't know what to say here uh, and not that I really knew what to do very well then but when it came time and I thought this can't get any crazier and this folks this is, should be in a big example of never ever 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 say you know don't jinx it you know one of those don't you can't get any worse than this or you know that thing, don't jinx it, it's not that it got worse, it just, he climaxed, and when he came, he put, I, I thought I was in a Tarzan movie, I really, really did, or King Kong, he put his chest, you know, fist to his chest, and just beat on it, and grunted like a gorilla, and Ladies and gentlemen, I can honestly say that's the first time, and I can count on one hand, actually two, three fingers, <laughs> how many times I have broke character, and that was one of them. That was, yeah, oh, wow. And if you're out there listening, hi, I do remember you. I don't remember your name, but I remember you. Holy shit. Yeah, that was my crazy adventure of 
into this craziness of wonderful things that I wouldn't, would not, absolutely would not trade for the world. I have the best job out there. I mean, how many of you can actually say your job ends with a happy ending? <laughs> so this next one uh, spoke to me last night, um, I think because probably I was in my rope and I was reading it. So, um, and it's very similar to a lot of outlines that I do um, a lot of given days um, for men that request it. Um, it's also a lot of fantasies that um, are written well for women. Um, so I can honestly see it going both ways and it being very sensual. And I think that speaks to a lot of people. With that being said, here it goes. Dear Nikki, she works from home and sometimes has documents sent to her from the office to work on. I was part of the team and had no trouble delivering them to her and go over them with her and the team when we needed. Today I was running a bit early, and I had some of the work that was a little more detailed than normal, and I knew I'd be spending a bit of time going over it. I was arriving early and didn't think too much of it because I knew Janice was an early riser. I got out of my car, rang the doorbell, and when she didn't answer right away, I didn't think much of it. But when she did, oh boy, did I get a sight to see. She had this silky rope that was clinging to her curves that would make a man's mouth water in ways he hasn't drank water in years. As you can imagine, here I am with a co-worker for all intents and purposes. She's in a robe, just out of the shower, naked underneath. Yes, we have been working on this project for a few months now, so there wasn't really any reason to be uncomfortable. But seeing her in that robe, in this condition, just set me off balance just a bit. We went inside, and I handed her the documents, and we placed them on the table. She bent forward and concentrated on them. I turned towards her as she became engrossed in the documents. My eyes watched her face, waiting to see her action. She did not notice that the bodice of her robe had fallen open, revealing her smooth, firm breast to my gaze. I realized that she was naked underneath her gown, and that I had arrived at her home just as she had finished the shower. A sudden thought of how she would look with her body and clothes skidded across my mind. My eyes narrowed and I mentally undressed her. I felt my cock harden in my pants as I imagined her being naked and aroused. I heard her voice, but not what she asked. Coming back to reality through my lustful thoughts, my cock was very hard. Diamond hard, to say the least. I said yes to what I thought was a drink, and she got up from the table we were working at and went into the kitchen. It was like I was on autopilot. All of these months of us dancing around, flirting, and the sexual tension that was in the air. I followed her to the kitchen and wrapped my hands around her waist and pulled her into me. I turned her to me and she looked up and smiled. I knew right then that I had not read into anything of the flirting and the sexual tension that was always there between us. She pushed into me and felt the hardness of my cock against her robe-covered skin. Her nipples were so fucking hard. I wrapped my fingers around them and gently with pressure started to pull and twist them. God, the way she moaned, it went straight to my cock. 
I didn't think it could get any harder, but here I was, standing in her kitchen, about to burst out of my jeans. I picked her up and guided her back to the table we were working on, laying her across the table for a feast I didn't think I would get enough of. Now I have gone down on many women, but I have to say she was the most responsive I've ever had at the time. I kissed my way down her stomach and got to her very soaked pussy. You know how you ladies get wet. All nice, thick, and wet. I placed my tongue right there on that slick, filled pussy and took a very long lick. I took my time eating every inch of her. When I decided not to tease her much longer, I sucked her clit into my mouth and pulled with my teeth until she was screaming the roof off. I don't think she realized she had reached down and was riding my face with her orgasm. But there she was, taking my face for the ride of her life. I stood up and knew if I let her suck my dick, I was going to blow in the first few pumps. I have dreamed of a wet pussy around my cock for months now. I was damned if I was going to blow my load into her mouth on the first chance. I told her to hold on the edge, because this ride was going to be a hard one, which brought a smile to her lips. I know there was going to be a next time, because I really wanted to see those lips wrapped around my cock. I didn't hold back. My first thrust was hard, and she begged for me not to stop. I fucked her hard and fast. I had my finger on her clit, with her coming not but a few seconds ago. I knew I could bring her to another one, and boy was I right. My thrust was deep and deliberate, and I wanted her to know how much she drove me crazy. I didn't hold anything back. She came a few seconds before I did. The feeling of her pussy grabbing my cock, I knew that this time wouldn't be the last, and I, that I fucked her also. We fucked every chance we got for a few months before a promotion had her transferred, but I'll tell you, that woman is deep inside my spank bank when I need her. Stay sexy, and I'll talk to you soon. Mike. Wow, Mike, that was incredibly sexy. You know, just a a co-worker. A lot of us have co-worker fantasies. This morning I did a, a secretary fantasy with a guy. Pretty much this, not really the same thing, but the same premises where, you know, you took a secretary over his desk and he fucked her five shades of deep in your cunt. <laughs> Oh, do you have something sexy like this to confess or tell me about? Rating these is just very much of a turn-on. I would love to hear everything um, from, you know, just what turns you on? What made you think that? What makes you submit if you submit? What makes you love to master somebody? Or maybe wear those panties that you like to wear. Do you like the feel, the lace, the silk? Or do you like to full out them? It's always intriguing what makes a person want the things they want. Like for me, when I really need to come, I think back to a fantasy of mine where, and it's really just a simple phrase, but it's the atmosphere. I, it's every time I hear it in my head and I explode, I'm there again. I can smell the grass and everything around. I'm right there. I can easily, and I think we all can, take you to 
that place where it happened and show you exactly where we were. And I know I'm every time, and even in my head, I'm I'm right there. All he said was, "No, I want a real kiss," and that has me every fucking time. The only other person that makes me come really hard is someone here recently and when we would play I would hear him and I got to watch him and when the moment he had the moment to set everything up but when he would say my name even after I've came with him several times just him saying my name and saying he was going to come and watching it I would come without touching myself. And to this day, I still think of that. And when I need that push, when I need that push in over, I do think of him. So that's where I was saying we all have that something. And it may be just something that's just there and we need to pull out every now and then. So this next one I found was on Reddit last night and I will have to say that it really gave me the night evening cap that I needed to push me over. Thank you. It's by Tantric Thrown Away. I think I've got that right. So here it goes. So it's cold out, real cold. Snow is falling hard and I'm in my truck. The snow is falling heavy and obscuring all my windows, and I have the heat set to high. I'm waiting in the parking lot of a strip mall for my order of General Tso's chicken to finish cooking. But I'm also waiting for my date. You see, earlier in the day, I went on to Craigslist and found a guy who lived in the local area. He Someone who liked large Harry guys and just wanted to fool around. We were supposed to meet up that day at lunch, but he had to bail. I understood that, so I said better luck next time. A few hours pass. I'm getting done with work, and I send him a message. Hey, want to meet up in the back of my truck? With all the snow falling, we could fool around in the back seat, and no one would know anything. After very several very tense minutes, I finally get up, leave my truck, head in, order food for myself and my family. My phone dings, saying I have a message. I read it. I'd love to. Where are you located? I give him the address, and he says 10 minutes away. Better hurry up, I said, because my food will be done in 20. He laughed and hung up. 10 minutes later... I'm ready to get out and head into a warmer Chinese restaurant when I, there's a knock on my window. I roll down the window and there he is, standing there, big smile on his face. I found you, he said. I laughed and unlocked all the doors. I told him to get in the back. I proceeded to turn off the wipers and leave the heater on and then went out and, uh, and slide into the back seat with the guy. I look at him. He looks at me. We smile at each other and we reach out and touch my beard. I loved it. He stroked it, caressed it, and he made the first move, reaching forward and kissing me. It was a great kiss. 
tender, pure, romantic, and hot. It was everything. And it told us both, sex is on. From there, it's a mad scramble to get naked in the back of the Chevy Blazer. Not much room, but we made it work. Naked, we proceeded to hug each other, caressing our backs, feeling each other's tests, kissing deep and passionate kisses, sucking on the necks, hands grasping at gorged cocks. We were moaning loudly, very loudly. It was intense, enjoyable, and in the middle of a blizzard. He leaned forward and took me into his mouth and sucked on my cock. It was nice velvety and smooth. I put my hand on his head and encouraged him to go faster, guiding him on my shaft. It was effortless. I could feel myself starting to build, but I wanted to try him first. So I lifted him off my cock and told him I wanted him. He smiled at me, shimmied around on the back seat and spread his legs. I thought, no, I'm not going to fuck you. But another part of me was like, hey, it's been years. Go for it. So I did. I spit on his asshole, rubbed my cock head on it, and then slowly parted, allowing me to enter him. It was so tight. So very, very tight. My God, it was a tight hole. I moaned in pleasure. He moaned as well. I started to fuck him. His legs high on my shoulders. My hips flexed. My back arched. My feet and legs pushed. Diving my cock deeper and deeper into the man's pussy. I fucked him hard. So damn hard. It got hot in the truck too. The snow normally sticking to everything was starting to slide down the windows. I was able to see people walk past, and more importantly, see them looking at the rocking truck as I thrust in the, an unknown man's ass. I grabbed onto his hips, held tight, and just went for broke. I pounded him over and over again, until I shot my load deep into his asshole. He was able to stroke his cock, and he shot his load onto my stomach and his. After that, we ended up becoming fuck friends for about a year and some change. Every Wednesday, I'd come over to his place during lunch, and we'd defile his wedding band. But that's a story for another time. You know, I once had a caller tell me that was bi, that most married men that were bi Tuesdays and Wednesdays was their fuck night. So this was very, very arousing and very curious for me to read that. I wonder if that's true to my question. You married men that like to play and like a little on the side, like a little cock or even a pussy. Is Tuesday, Wednesdays your thing? Do you use the whole, honey, I joined a bowling league and not really joining a bowling league, but you know, going and getting some some very explicit sex that you need that needs to scratch that itch. Hmm. A very wonderful thought 
I think, to end on. I want to thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to confess something a little naughty or just share something, maybe something you've done or experienced or possibly would like to experience, shoot me an email at dearnikki, N-I-K-K-I, 162 at gmail.com. And always remember, for every problem, there is a solution, and I call it an orgasm. Bye for now.